Welcome to the Beauty Edit Podcast from the industry.fashion. In this series, we will explore the stories behind some of the beauty industry's most prominent figures, from brand owners to editors, influencers and retailers. We discuss everything from tech to trends and products to projections. The Beauty Edit Podcast is produced in proud partnership with Klarna. April Gargiola is the founder and CEO of California-based skincare brand Vintner's Daughter. With only two products on the market, the brand has refused to play ball in the beauty industry, employing no one in marketing, having no fast product turnaround, and focusing on 100% active product, as opposed to one that is 0.1% active product. April created her Active Botanical Serum because she was tired of compromising on quality. She didn't have a background in beauty, instead coming from a world of fine winemaking, and applied that same level of dedication and commitment to quality seen in the historical industry to her new beauty brand. In her words, you can't take shortcuts. April tells me, Tom Shearsmith, Senior News and Features Writer at TheIndustry.Fashion, about how she founded the business, her choices of raw ingredients, the brand's dedication to sustainability and slow production, the product development and innovation, and how ignoring all the rules has allowed her to stand out in a crowded beauty market. April Gargiola, the CEO and founder of Vintner's Daughter. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I feel really bad for dragging you out of bed this early. I have the blessing of an evening and you have the unfortunate circumstance of being awake at eight in the morning. Well, but it also means I have this giant pot of tea next to me that I get to enjoy. So it's all good. Yeah, well, tea all around here, I think. Exactly. Before I get talking about the brand, um, which is fabulous because there's a lot of things that I will get into that really interest me about it. I think it's really important to sort of talk about you and your your background, your story, because it has so much relevance. I um, So design architecture was my, my first love. Uh, so out of university, I moved in New York. I worked in some extraordinary um, design architecture firms. 9-11 happened and I wanted to be closer to my family. So I moved out to California at that same time. My parents had been growing grapes for a very long time and they wanted to, and selling the grapes to, um, not table grapes, wine grapes, and selling the grapes to other wineries. And they decided that they wanted to start bottling their own wine. It was always a dream of theirs. And, and they, and, and, and they both still had day jobs and they needed someone to kind of run the, the operation. Um, and I always think even today, I think I can't believe they trusted me with this. Cause I obviously knew, had no idea what I was doing. Um, I mean, I had a sales and marketing and again, like this design and architecture background, but certainly no wine uh, business background. And, um, and they very trustingly gave me, I think, gosh, a barrel, which is about 24 cases of wine. So whatever 24 times 12 is bottles of wine. And they, you know, said, okay, so there's one barrel this year, there's four barrels next year, there's 10 barrels next year and and whatever the, the, the growth trajectory was. And, um, and so that was what I did for the next 10 years was built, um, what is today called Garju Vineyards. Um, that's our, that's our family winery. 
Were you a wine person? Are you a wine person? Or was that sort of a... I am. Oh, that's good. At least you got to taste the fruits of your, your labor. Oh, habits. yeah. I mean, I'm also a gin person, but I'm a big wine person too. What is it that the business does though? Because there will be people listening to this podcast who aren't aware of Vintner's Daughter at all. Um, so in a nutshell, what is it that you do or produce? So Vintner's Daughter is a whole plant, performance-driven, nutritional skincare company. Our goal is to have this extraordinary positive impact on our customers' skin and their lives. And we do that through very intense, meticulous formulation practices that begin with whole plants. Every bottle of Vintner's Daughter takes between three and five weeks of active formulation to make. Industry average is about three hours. And I think that goes back to my winemaking background because it takes three years to make a bottle of wine. So when I created this formula and it took three weeks, for me, that was the shortest time ever. I thought we're going to make the best skincare in the entire world. And it's only going to take three weeks. I went to, and I'm kind of skipping ahead a little bit, but I went to lab after lab uh, and, you know, asking them to, I have this formula. I need it. I need the, the best lab in the world to be able to make this. And all the top labs turned me around, turned me away. They kind of gave me that, you know, very kind of condescending pat on the head and said, Oh, you know, like, aren't you sweet? And told me, you know, this isn't the way it's done. You should use this extract, this powder, this synthetic, it's cheaper, it's faster, it's better. Trust us. We know what we're talking about. And um, I mean, of course, today, I'm glad I, I'm glad I stuck to my guns. Yeah. So how did you get from the winemaking to founding this business? How did I go from fine wines to fine lines? Yeah. Is that what you're, is that what you're asking? Oh, that's perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't make it up. I wish I could claim that. I didn't make that up. Um, so I grew up, you know, okay, again, growing up in this winemaking agricultural family, right? And then Napa Valley. Napa Valley, like many wine growing regions, is this place filled with these extraordinary people who have um, this just like total commitment to creating the very finest of something, finest wines in this case, and a commitment to doing everything it takes to achieve that, never cutting corners, never taking shortcuts. And so that was this, this community I grew up in. That was the ethos in my house and the community everywhere you went. That was what it was, not just with wine, but with your food, with your cheese, with your everything. And it was something that really um, was impressed upon me um, throughout throughout my life growing up and was what eventually I would not have said this as a kid, of course, but as an adult, I can look back and say that is really what informed my definition of what luxury is. So for me, luxury isn't a price tag. It's not a fancy bottle. Luxury for me is when you begin with the finest raw materials in the world and you honor those materials through meticulous craftsmanship. And, and eventually the, the, the final product is even bigger than the sum of its glorious parts. And so I was also somebody who had, I just had skin issues. I had cystic acne, I had pigmentation, I had all the things that come along as you get older and was using what I thought were the very finest products. They were certainly some of the most expensive products and, you know, written about. And um, I started looking at the ingredients one day, I was pregnant with my first daughter, which is a very familiar refrain for first time moms, you go a little nuts and start looking at all the ingredients of everything. And I realized that uh, these products I was using were anything but luxury. They were made with really cheap 
um, low quality um, ingredients. They had a lot of fillers in them. The active ingredient was maybe 0.01%. And in some cases even had ingredients that were um, bad for both myself and the environment. And so again, coming from where I was coming from, this community that really honors craftsmanship and quality, none of that added up to me as, as what the very finest of something was. And so that became that became the genesis of Vintner's Daughter. How do I create a true luxury skincare company that was founded off those same philosophical principles as the fine winemaking world that I had come from of quality and of craftsmanship and never cutting corners, never taking shortcuts, doing everything that you could to create the absolute finest of something. And all the products, uh, well, I say all the products, I will come on to exactly exactly how many there are, but they, they are for all skin types. You're, you said you had sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. So it was, and that was something that was really important from day one. I think it's it's part of the conversation today, which is amazing. But it was something that I really thought about from day one. The idea that companies continually kind of break everybody up into smaller and smaller and smaller pieces really felt marketing driven to me. It did not feel like skin health driven to me. And so again, the way we make product is in such a way that we begin with these gorgeous, incredible, nutrient-dense whole plants. And over the course of three weeks, we create what we call our phytoradiance infusion. And that phytoradiance infusion is bringing these extraordinary nutrients from those whole plants, all of those plant actives, and ultimately that plant intelligence to create this very direct communication with the skin. And so when I say it is universal beauty, that is because all of our bodies, all of our skin, no matter what we look like, thrive off the same nutrients, right? All of our bodies love the same nutrients. So do our, does our skin, regardless of tone, of gender, of age. And it felt like I could create products that had, again, this, just like this universal efficacy that were, you know, extraordinarily high quality and that ultimately brought about this radiance and health and balance to the skin unlike anything else. Yeah, and when when you talk about um, how in the industry people are put in certain categories, what I actually found really interesting was throughout, I would say, 90% of your marketing material, it's not focused on the person, it's entirely focused on the product. There's no gender attachment really to the products. It's it's as if you've you've taken away anything that a marketing company would have said, this is what you need to do to appeal to a consumer. You flipped it on its head and it's worked incredibly well for you. It's and and I've never heard anyone say that because it was always something that we believed it was never a marketing tactic, right? I mean, nothing we do is a marketing tactic. Um, we're, I always say we're skin driven. We're not marketing driven because marketing driven is just another way of saying revenue driven. Let's be honest. And, and for us, we are skin driven. What can we do again? Our mission is to make this dramatically positive impact on our client's skin and their lives. And so that also extends to the language we use. Like you just mentioned, yes, we don't have these, we're not trying to break everybody up into these smaller pieces so that we can sell everybody more and more stuff. We have two products. We've had two products in seven years. Two products that are some two of the most coveted and beloved products in the beauty world, right, have won all of the awards. And certainly if we followed the beauty business rule book, we would introduce a new product every what? Every three to four months. Yeah. 
And we choose not to do that because the reality is that our customer skin doesn't need that. And the, the world from a sustainability standpoint does not need that too. And so we believe in this idea of fewer, better, fewer products that service your skin better, fewer products that service your skin better and ultimately service our planet better. Well, the first thing you will know when you open when you open these products up is that there's an energetic, and I don't mean to sound too California woo-woo or what have you, but there is just this energy that greets you when you open these. And that's because they're made with whole plants, right? We're not using synthetics. We're not using powders. We're not using extracts. We're not using kind of, you know, um, just like laboratory items, right? Like we're not making a meal replacement bar here, you know, that isn't a plastic wrapper that sits on a shelf. We're making a beautifully prepared plate of food, right? Like, so that is what we are creating with every bottle. And we, because we know that is what feeds your skin at a deeper level. So we have two products, active treatment essence and active botanical serum at the heart of both products is that phytoradiance infusion. That's what I talked about. That's that three week long process where we begin with those gorgeous nutrient dense whole plants. And over the course of three weeks in this very, gentle temperature controlled setting. We capture all of that beautiful nutrition, all those gorgeous plant actives. And we divide it into two products because what we know, what we know that our, how our skins thrive and how our skins are, our skin is most balanced, most healthy is when it has the proper ratios of hydration and moisture. Now that part kind of blows people's minds because in so often hydration and moisture are spoken about as if they are the same thing. They're different. Hydration is the water content in your skin and moisture is the oil that protects, that forms an inclusive layer over your skin and protects the hydration. And you need both, right? And so many creams are an emulsion of water and oil. This is a very simple way of discussing it, but it's, it is ultimately what it is. They're an emulsion of water and oil. We believe that when you split the two apart and you have a distinct hydration step followed by a distinct moisture step, your skin is better served. You get both deeper hydration and better moisture. And that's just kind of the first layer of performance that both products offer. They uh, active treatment essence, which is your first step also has um, it's, it's your, again, your hydration step. It has beautiful hyaluronics. It has plant stem cells. It has prebiotics. It has vitamin C, gorgeous vitamin C, which is a water soluble nutrient because when we create that phytoradiance infusion for both of these products uh, in nature, nutrients are either oil soluble or water soluble. So when we create that three week long infusion for essence, we're capturing all of the water soluble nutrition, because again, that's the hydration step. And when we create that phytoradiance infusion for active botanical serum, that is the, all the oil soluble nutrition. So, you know, when you apply active treatment essence, followed by active botanical serum, again, it's two simple steps, your skin is receiving all the nutrition, all the hydration, all the moisture, all those gorgeous, really performance driven plant actives in these two simple yet extraordinarily powerful steps. Honestly, I am blown away by your knowledge of products and the benefit of how they work on the skin, obviously because it's your own products, I understand, but does your knowledge of this come from the history of the winemaking or is this all like self-taught? It's a, that's a great question. It's, it's a little of both. I think, I think the, yes, there are, there are um, very kind of 
scientific elements of what I know that come from the winemaking world. But I think more than anything that comes from the winemaking world is my just like very deep respect for process, right? My, my deep respect for never cutting corners and for allowing, um, allowing for products that can take three and five weeks like that, that belief system would, I mean, it's crazy in this world just to be straight up. Like it's, it's a wild, crazy thing to be doing what we're doing. But I also, again, you know, for me, three weeks, five weeks that it takes us to make essence is really nothing compared to the three years that it takes to make a bottle of wine. And so it's really that philosophical foundation that I think winemaking, the world of winemaking gave me more than, more than any, more than any kind of, um, you know, kind of detailed, um, you know, piece of knowledge. Yeah. What's really clear though, is that your choice of ingredient is the ethos. It's the core and it's the most important part of the business. Can you break down some examples of the ingredients that are used and how they specifically benefit the skin? Sure. Of course. So let's see, active treatment essence has about 33, um, different natural ingredients. Uh, serum has about um, 22. And so there are three in each of these, each of these could be hero ingredients in their own. I mean, we don't believe in a hero ingredient. We feel like that really dumbs things down. Um, we have, we create these like symphony of organic materials um, that come together to create, again, these, these products that offer such enormous multi-beneficial results to the skin. So I will, I will try to make it more simple and I'm going to look at three ingredients that are shared in both products and that these three are alfalfa, dandelion, and nettle. Alfalfa, dandelion, nettle are of course these greens. They are greens that have been um, honored and revered for medicinal and nutritional purposes since ancient times. They um, have been referred to in ancient texts as the foods of life because they literally gave you everything your body needed to thrive. And so that was really those three ingredients are how um, uh, those, the phytoradiance infusion and these formulas really began around those. They really became the foundation for these formulas because, because again, they gave the skin everything the skin needed to be its healthiest, its most balanced, its most radiant, its firmest, its plumpest, all the things the skin needed to do to, um, create its own internal systems of renewal, of balance, of health. We are feeding the skin everything it needs to be its very best. Now let's hear a bit more about our partners, Klarna. Klarna lets customers pay up to 30 days later or in free installments from thousands of online stores, including Charlotte Tilbury, ASOS and Cult Beauty. Find out more at Klarna.com. So if I move from ingredients, I guess, to product development, I want to come back to something you said earlier, because I think it's really important, um, where you went to all of these companies and they they flat out refused or they tried and then they couldn't do it. And then they, <laughs> they wanted did. to change your formula, which you'd worked hard on. Mm-hmm. How, how did that feel? Well, I think this is a common, I think this is a story that that probably a lot of, people who get into an industry and sort of create change in industry that they, they realize and they face. Right. Um, so I had spent about two and a half years. This was with active botanical serum because we, we launched 
and I say we launched, it was me. And I had a website that worked, by the way. I mean, there was, I had no publicist. I had no, it was just me. And um, so I'm doing air quotes and, you know, we launched with just one product, Active Botanical Serum. And that in itself was something that had never been done before launching with a single product. Now it's sort of this trendy thing, which I always think is so funny because I had, it was so hard for me to launch with a single product retailers didn't understand it. They would tell me we die for this product. We love this product, but come back to us when you have five more. We don't know how to merchandise it. We don't know how to talk about it. We don't know how to explain it in a system um, to our clients. So, you know, so we launched with active botanical serum and, um, and, and just to back up a little bit, cause we're talking about the labs, you know, I spent two and a half years developing the formula for active botanical serum. So while it may not, because we're not introducing new product after new product, it may not seem that we're in this like product development cycle. We're constantly in a product development cycle. It just takes us so much longer because the standards are so much higher. In order for it to wear a Vintner's Daughter label, it has to achieve such extraordinary standards around efficacy and uh, quality and safety. So it just takes us a while. But so I, I have this formula. It is a game changing formula for me. I'm somebody who's dealt with cystic acne all my life, like I said, and pigmentation and all the things. I've given it out to five or six of my friends who were also had skin issues, but very different from mine, different ages, different skins, skin, skin tone and type. And they were coming back to me with glow, you know, these glowing results. And I thought, okay, this is, this is it. This is the formula. Okay. So I, I let's go do this. And I contacted, um, gosh, it's so funny to think about now. I contacted these big time labs who make some of the most, you know, sought after kind of creams at the time. Right. And like I said, they just didn't want to, they did not want to party. They did not want to, <laughs> they did not want to make this. And, and I understand that it, it would have really, I mean, they can make, you know, literally a hundred products in the time that I'm asking them to make my one product. So, you know, it was a moment that really galvanized my resolve um, to say, the beauty industry needs a product like this. Customers need a product like this that is made um, with such reverence for quality and craftsmanship. Like this doesn't exist and we need to do this. And so as, as defeating as it was, I think it, it, um, it turned itself around to really become something that was almost like a shining light to say um, and, a, and a kind of line in the sand to understand what I was willing to compromise on and, 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 and even more what I wasn't willing to compromise on. And so it really allowed me to get so clear with my, my North star, with my mission that, um, ultimately I'm grateful, but at the time it wasn't, it wasn't too fun. Yeah. But the, the, the good news is you found a lab that was willing and it, it sticks to exactly what you wanted and your products are available to the masses right i mean we are um yeah we're available of course through our website but 100 about 150 retailers around the world mostly small retailers we don't we don't have any huge retailers we just don't have that kind of production capability um but the people who find us it, it it's almost always through we don't advertise we've never done any kind of marketing or anything so when people find us it's through word of mouth their friend told them, their sister told them, um, somebody, they stopped somebody on the street to say, your skin is so gorgeous. What are you using? I need to know. And they find us that way, which is something that I think is a real testament to the product because it's not being sold based off of, um, 
a, a beautiful marketing campaign. I would like to have one. That would be kind of fun, but, <laughs> um, but it's really based off of the results ultimately and, and how the, our products are making our customers feel. And if I move from the products, I guess, to um, packaging, I presume sustainability plays a key part in that. Yeah. Yeah. So from, you know, from day one, it's been a part of who we are. So I say that we want to make this positive impact on our customer skin and their lives. And the lives part is something that we're very serious about from the way that we talk about our product. We don't ever use words that, um, uh, that suggest that there is anything that, that suggests that there is anything wrong with our customer skin. Like we don't use fear and insecurity to sell product, which is very much the norm in skincare. So we do not use the word corrective. We don't use the word lightning. We don't use the, um, uh, yeah, like you don't use anti-aging. Oh gosh, no, I would never use anti-aging. I mean, that feels so old fashioned to me. That just feels like it comes from another era, um, like madman era of, 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 talking and, and, and storytelling to women. So no, I would never use that because the reality is like, what is anti-aging? The only time you don't age is if you are no longer breathing. Yeah, that's right? very true. Right. So, you know, Hey, guess what? I'm very glad for every moment I am here. So in fact, I am actually pro aging. So, you know, it, there is that, but so, you know, that is one way in which we really try to positively impact our customers, our customers' lives. But sustainability, which was your question, is another huge one. So, you know, from day one, sustainability has been woven throughout our company. So we are carbon neutral. We are um, green certified at the very highest level. We are about to be a B Corp. It is something that we think about from our sourcing to our um the actual production facility to shipping to our offices, everything in between. Um, we also, you know, uh, uh, environmental impact is important, but so is social impact to us. So from day one, we have had 2% of every bottle sold goes to charities benefiting women and children around the world. And we've had um, in, in been able to participate and have um, been able to have an impact on so many incredible charities around the world that we're really grateful for and continue to get to do that work. I mean, it's incredible that you step beyond what the average consumer, um, perhaps not those in the industry, but an average consumer would think of as sustainability. You actually contribute something that is a positive change to the world. Well, and I hope, listen, we do that. Um, we do that. And I hope that we can kind of pave the way for other, other companies. Um, I hope that this becomes something that's just table stakes, right? Like I, I hope that, I hope this is just something that, that is, is, you know, business as usual one day. And if we can, if we can help spur that change, then I am, I am very happy about that. So if I look at, um, I guess the market and the way that you put yourself out to consumers, if I looked at the UK specifically, do you have much of a a following in the UK and how have they responded? We do. So the UK, I mean, if you look at it from, you know, social media, UK is our second biggest market after the United States. We have wonderful uh, retail partnerships with everyone from um, from Liberty to Cult Beauty to, um, oh my God, Naturismo to um, um, I, so many. And I am so sorry for all the ones that I am leaving out right now. I, I wish I had a list in front of me, but we have a beautiful ecosystem of, of retailers and retail partnerships who are, um, uh, just wonderful at, at, at helping telling our story. We don't have a quick, any, we don't have a quick story, right? This isn't 
this isn't a product that's just like, this is hyaluronic, this is vitamin C. Um, those are really easy stories to tell. And, and, but in fact, we're making products that are far more complex because the reality is your skin is very complex and really deserves um, a, a, a products that are of higher quality and craftsmanship. Yeah. And well, I wanted to talk actually about um, the price point of the product. And it seems like you've already just said it, the quality and the ingredients that you use in it are entirely reflective of the price point. I, well, the U.S. the U.S. is one hundred eighty-five dollar U.S. dollars for serum, two hundred twenty-five U.S. dollars for essence. And here's the thing: like they're not inexpensive, but if we took the same margins as most beauty, they would be twice as, as ex- expensive. Um, I didn't understand how beauty was was um, how margins were developed in beauty because I'd never been in beauty before. So I took what I thought were you know how I could build a sustainable business. And, um, and so while they are expensive, they are literally worth every penny. We hear that all the time. And the, the reality is, is we all have these drawers filled with products that lower price products that we have purchased on a whim or when we, you know, again, when that, that whole fear and insecurity machine was, was all around us and we bought something to, to, to think that that's going to kind of like heal the wound. Um, and we don't use them or you use them for three days and then they're forgotten in your drawer. These are two products that these are not your next products. These are your last products. These are the products that you marry for life because they provide your skin with so much, again, health and balance and radiance and all the things you want for your skin in, in these just really two simple, but extraordinarily effective steps. One of the interesting things, actually, is you have a subscription program in the U.S. How does that work? Our subscription program. So we just developed a subscription program. Wow, that one is, again, there you go. That's that's me. That's Night Owl me trying to speak big words at at 8.30 in the morning. (laughs) Um, So the subscription program was developed during COVID, at the early days of COVID. We really wanted to create something to even make participation and, and making sure that you had your most valued products um, available at all times. And so a subscription program is um, um, it's simple. Um, there's, and there's a lot of kind of perks and insider things and, and, and kind of community that we do within this as well. But the biggest part of it is, is that your six bottle is complimentary on us, our gift to you. So every six bottle um, arrives um at your designated at your designated time intervals, and um, and we're just so grateful and happy to send that and um, and and so that that is ultimately what the subscription program is is built. Yeah, on. well, I mean, I'm jumping ahead here a little, but I was going to ask about COVID and the impact on the business or consumers' needs. I guess um, obviously this is one way that you've sort of pivoted the business to respond to that. But is there any other things that you've had to do? That's a great question. Our business grew, our, our, our direct business, our website business grew a lot during COVID. Sadly, many of our retailers had a very hard time during COVID, but are, but are now catching, kind of catching, catching their stride again, which is great to see. Um, you know, for us during COVID, it was really about listening to our, listening to our community and understanding what they wanted and how, and how they wanted us to communicate with them and really, um, like I said, just like listening to that and adapting our um, all of our different communication platforms to that. Yeah, well, we noticed it um, across hundreds of beauty brands. People didn't want to be sold a product. 
they wanted to be told a story or they wanted to feel like there was hope in the world. Hmm. I think we've done that since day one. So for us, like it's never been about selling for us. It's always been about this coming from a place of like substance and like, like deep information so that our customers um, could make a very informed decision. So it was, I don't, I don't know that we, there was any pivot in there for us. I mean, actually it's really interesting because I want to find out how you stand out in the crowded beauty market, but that's a perfect example. You don't do your typical marketing. You don't have the typical price point, I guess. Is there anything else that you do? I don't even have anyone who has marketing in their title on my team. So it is, um, it is, it is something that we think about as again, like very substantive information and storytelling and, and, um, and really treating the customer and the skin as these kind of like complex beings and, and providing all the information we can. Um, I don't think there's any secrets. We're just, we're very disciplined. And I know that's, that's not a very kind of sexy, fun term, but, but that's ultimately what it is. We're, we're really disciplined around our mission. Yeah. Well, it seems to be working. It's a successful business. It is a successful business. We're very lucky. We're very grateful. Yes. Uh, Well, that's how really I want to finish things is the business is a success so far, but by the sounds of things that you've said, it seems like there's still things to come. Uh, I wouldn't say a lot because that's not what I would expect from your brand. No, 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 no. You'd be disappointed if you did expect that. Is there anything that you can tell me about that you hope or that you know you're going to go into? Yeah. So, you know, again, we've been listening to our consumers and or not consumers, our, our community and our community has told us what they want. And so there are products we are looking into and, and, and trying to understand how we could elevate them and really create something that doesn't exist. Um, that, that not just to create something that doesn't exist, but that allows the skin, um, um, to be treated in, in a, like a vintner's daughter way, right. At the, the highest levels of quality and craftsmanship, performance, safety, all the things. And, and then we're also, which is really fun. We're doing these, um, we've created these sets, so that you can really experience the two products together. Um, because while each of them is a hero product on its own, both, you know, active treatment essence, this hero multi-beneficial hydrator, active botanical serum, this hero multi-beneficial moisture step, um, the two of them were really developed to be each other's perfect complement, right? So we've created these sets that you can kind of buy them together, which is which has been fun for us. And I know that's a very kind of traditional beauty thing, but <laughs> we just got around to it. Um, and then we also have some really fun um, collaborations that are going to be coming up. So we just introduced a collaboration with a friend of mine. Um, her name is Sarah uh, Scarborough. She is also known as the Tea Huntress. She, I mean, we talked about my love for tea. Tea is this moment for me that has this ability to really connect you to yourself, connect you to nature. And so we created this extraordinary um, botanical blend with oolong, um, alfalfa, dandelion, nettle, these three, these three um, super greens that really are able to, you know, just feed your body like beauty from the inside out. Right. And um, so that was really fun. And then we have a few things like that up our sleeve. Oh, it sounds exciting. It really does. I just want to say thank you, really, for giving me half an hour of your time, teaching me about everything from tea to dandelions. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, this has been lovely. Thank you for having me. Oh no, it's my pleasure. And I absolutely have to catch up with you once you have any news uh, from the brand. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Beauty Edit podcast. You can access our podcast, including our In Conversation and In Detail series for fashion at the industry.fashions homepage or via Spotify, Amazon Music or Apple Podcasts. Just remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You don't miss an episode. You don't miss an episode.